exciting news, Woo! guys. Woo! We yeah. are here to announce that the Ned's nudes have finally leaked. No, oh, dude. We're doing Ned's Squad live! Hey! No more of this screen action. We want to see you in person. Two live shows, okay? Space is limited at the Regent Theater in downtown Los Angeles. Monday, November 13th. We're bringing Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide and all its insanity. Two opportunities to see us. That's two shows, Monday, November 13th, to come see us in person. All the smells. All the nostalgia. All the realness. Come see us. Tickets are available now. Link in the description. We in here. Stop. <laughs> Ned's Stop. Declassified Podcast Survival Listeners, viewers, we have a special guest today. Ooh. We knew you as Jennifer Hyatt. Hyatt. Uh-huh. Full name Jennifer Hyatt Ted Maury. Uh-huh. Uh, Doris, Doris Tremblay, Tremblay of the Huge Crew. Uh -huh. Woo! The female bully on Ned's. Yup. Um, yeah. Dude. And lover of Ned. And lover, and lover of, Ned. of Ned. That uh -huh. is the one question I get the most is mm. like, are you still in love with Ned? And, ah. and <sighs> I usually don't answer that question. Ooh, ah. Too many feelings. But tell too me many now. feelings. Too many feelings. And <laughs> I don't know. Now seeing you, it's a little mm. bit different. Maybe mm. a little bit more than I did before. Hey. We're all adults now. We are adults now. <laughs> By the way, can I say um, the huge crew to describe you is hilarious because you're so small. Tiny. You are yes. so small. Dainty. She's and dainty. Have not been, only that, and you, have been you literally so come up to like my neck. Yeah. Most people tell me I look so much taller in person and I'm like, no, I'm, I can't even touch the top shelf. It's really, yeah. really got big sad. Energy, it, you got yeah. that big, big dick energy. energy. Yeah. Big, big, big energy. BDE for sure. BDE. Which is why I think I played Doris so well. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So well. Really well, to be honest. We just Thanks. got in. Too uh, well. You know, we've been doing these rewatches, first time watching these episodes in so fucking long. And like, I've finally gotten to some of your main like episodes in season one. And like, uh, yeah, you crushed that shit. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. I can barely watch those episodes. They're very hard to watch. Although my nieces watch them now. And oh. she like kind of rolls my eyes or her eyes at me. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, the overacting on the <gasps> show oh. is, and I'm like, you know what? Hold, hold on. This is top hold tier on. That's entertainment. That's the entire that's, show. That's, that's okay, the don't, entire Don't get mad at her niece. Don't get mad at her niece. I'm about to no, slap your fucking niece. niece. I got offended. I was like, like, you could do better? Oh. Well, well, and hold on. The overacting is the tone of the show. It must be overacting. She's just hating. It's totally fine. How old is she? She's <laughs> like 12. Oh, I'm a slap her. I'm a slap her too. I'm a slap her too. I was I like, mean, you get up there and go hey. on set and tell me you don't do anything but that when everybody huh. else is acting. And also, it's a also, you go on Ned's and act subtly. Okay, no, there's no happen. way. It's not, not gonna, gonna happen. happen. Wrong. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> All right, so I have a question. Yeah. Were you a bully? No. At I any was, point in your life? I was severely bullied my entire <gasps> life. Okay. Oh. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think part of it was my ADHD is my ADHD. I think. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Way, yeah. way to just be a trigger. Fucking nerd. Fucking right in on it. You wasted nerd. no time. No time. Um, Go on. You know, I just, 
growing up, I was always a little bit different and a little bit weird. I was the kid that could never sit in her chair. And so people always kind of, I always struggled in social settings and I was always on and off medication because ADH medication at the time was a thing. Hmm. And so especially, you know, on my time on NEDS, I was on and off. And so it made me socially awkward. Like mm. I would just not know how to interact with people or I'd be super quiet mm. or I would blurt out and say uncomfortable things. I remember something I said to you back in the day. And what? like, I, I think I was like, I know you don't like me. And I remember Devin going like, no, I have no problem with you. And I was like, no, I just get this feeling. And remember ADHD, there's like this rejection, oh, sensitivity, oh, dysmorphia totally. no, stuff. I, and I, that time in our lives is a that's so I, real. And, and, so, time. and I also wasn't told that I was going to be called the huge crew when I went on. Oh, so and I remember you. you mentioning it on one of the pods okay. earlier. Yes. And I said, I am so can I cuss on here? Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. so fucking glad that Lindsay at least acknowledged it because it fucked me up. Okay. Oh. Okay. Th 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 that's what I wanted to say because I didn't know like quite the right way to like mm. lay it down. I didn't know if it was like. Because it wasn't your experience. No, you said it Because it wasn't my experience, but it, it was something that I like look back on and I was like, hmm. Okay. And so when you found that out, like, like, did it hit you like a gut punch? Did you kind of, was gut it kind of like. for sure. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I think every woman kind of has of their long history of like body image issues and wow. and I come from a long line of an extended family with bad relationships with food either one yeah. way or the other mm. obsessive yeah. wise and mm. so that in addition to being <sighs> 15 14 or 15 years old and at first I was told I was coming on just to be the female version of loomer right and then all of a sudden this huge crew term got started getting thrown around and mm. I like didn't understand it and then I just kind of got over it and Oof. moved on but like it started to hit me and i mean i developed a it pretty was, it was uh, i'm so sorry. no 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 go 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 it go. was a very pointed um reference yeah, yeah and that's... i always tried to be like well maybe they mean like like there's so many of and i was like no no like there's no other way there's no other meaning mm -hmm, to yeah. the huge crew than mm -hmm. you know and i had two actresses jeremy and kathy yeah. who uh, they were grown adults, though. I think they were, they were in their grown, like, 30s. Yes, they were yeah. grown people. And so it's possible that they, you know, I just reached out to them like a week ago. And it's possible no that they shit. felt differently because as an adult actor, I feel like you you have the ability to separate yourself your from oh the character that you're playing. Especially I on a kid's show. Yeah. You're like, cool, the huge yeah. crew, I'm a grown person, whatever. I, now, fucking call me fat right. all day. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, hey. whatever. It's a job. But a also, gig is a gig. How isolating, though, to, to for those two people to have been older than you and to not be having the same experience well, on I set also as you. feel like it mm. might have been different if you had been told in the breakdown, if it was upfront, like, right. totally auditioning different. for the huge crew. Like, mm -hmm. you would have processed it going into the audition. You 100%. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm actually shocked that that wasn't part of like your audition. Yeah. You know, just rewatching that was a little like I like I noted it. Like yeah, I was yeah. Like, mm, yeah the huge yeah. crew's a little rough that. of a so, name. Yeah. And so yeah. you say you developed a eating disorder on set. Oh, oh pretty dang. gnarly I'm one. Sorry. Yeah, oh, I know. Sorry. It's like I really wanted to eat. I hear you guys talking and and reminiscing on all of like the good times I know you guys have had. Mm -hmm. My time unfortunately wasn't as, you know, flowers and daisies as yeah. everybody else's. Mine was kind of dark. Yeah. And wow. so, yeah, and that was isolating in and of itself and I feel like I don't know, I've always kind of struggled to fit in. I think I just made myself 
more of an outcast, if that makes sense. Like totally. I leaned into, I was all like, I'll character. just avoid everybody. And so I kind of found myself like, I know you guys played games and like did all these parties mm-hmm. and stuff. And I, all I remember is like hanging in my dressing room by myself. Damn. And yeah, it was really hard. I thought you were too really cool hard. for us. Yeah. No, I mean, no that's like my perspective. No yeah. Truly, like my only memories were just like, Jennifer was great. Jennifer was cool. She came out Jennifer was and distant. Then, yeah, like yeah. would come crush and then like yeah. was kind of distant from I us. I remember like a distance to her. Yeah. You're super talented, but I remember not like knowing you very well. Like yeah. not feeling like there was a time like at cut that we really. I yeah. feel like I tried, but yeah. it's very possible that I maybe just made it, I don't know, more uncomfortable for I know, people. I mean, I don't think it was uncomfortable it, for me. I just don't think that we had that, like, we're running up together at lunch. No, and, like, no, running, no, no. You know? And I loved working yeah. with you. Like, my it, scenes it with lovely. you were my favorite. Right? Yeah. Lindsay yeah. was, like, Lindsay off in between takes was my yeah. absolute yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah, baby. No, it, it makes sense now. Time. It was never uncomfortable on our end. It makes sense now that you were feeling some type of way. So you, ice, like, so you were distant, but from your own... Kind yeah. of perception. Being cast as that character. Yeah, yeah. true. Like, yeah. Because I hung out with Jeremy more than I hung out with you on set. For mm-hmm. sure. Like, I remember me and Jeremy, like, oh, but I think Jeremy, like, spent time in Long Beach, too. So I think mm-hmm. we, like, drove up to set one time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. But, yeah, I think she's moving back to Long Beach. I probably oh, she shouldn't be, like, publicizing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now everyone knows her address. address. Long Beach is huge. So good it's luck with yeah. you know? yeah. but, um, But yeah, no, it was a really tough time. Damn, and dude. I, so then here's, so like when you would get called to be on an episode, because like there were a smattering of episodes that you did, right? So mm-hmm. you'd get called to be on one. What was the feeling when you'd get called in? Was there an excitement mixed with like a I was a always excited always because excited. I was always, I love to work. Yeah. I love to yeah. perform. Acting will always be my first love. And so it was just another chance to like get good at what I was doing. And yeah. I felt like with each episode, I was learning more and more and more. Um but yeah, I feel like at a certain point it felt a little bit uncomfortable just because I was like, I'm going into this environment and I feel, you know, I I, I think I mentioned you mentioned at one point you being covered up with yeah. two jackets and mm. stuff and they would do that to me yeah. too. And right. I was like, so not only are they padding clothing on me, but then they're covering up like parts of my body I like. Right. Like uh. this is, and then I just always felt instinctively closed and yeah. like uncomfortable right. Dang. and yeah it got I mean it got to a point and then I don't know why I wasn't in the third season that's another question I get all the time I have mm. presumptions but um I I it got pretty worse after that when I wasn't back for the third season and I was like it my eating disorder like took a took a deep turn wow. but um but it was necessary. I mean, I think I needed that time to, I mean, this business in Hollywood gets rough, especially with that stuff, you know, yep. and you lose a little bit of yourself the more you're in it and you kind of lose sight of what matters. Mm. And it wasn't until I kind of removed myself from Hollywood for a little bit that mm. I was like, oh, it takes it. Takes I'm that. not some fat ogre. Like the, <laughs> I'm, I'm out of my f- freaking Dude, mind right, you know right. what i mean Dude, yeah. it, it blows yeah, it blows yeah. my mind every time i travel away from la i actually get a little bit hit on then like it's a <laughs> little bit like nice guys like and you i'm like probably probably get hit on a lot. no no i 
I promise you I don't, but like I totally understand the gauge of in LA. It's like, no, you're you're a beautiful person. You're you know what I mean? Yeah, and people, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you could be a 10 anywhere else and you're two in LA. Exactly. And you're like, geez, yeah. whole world, yeah. whole world. What is this? Ugh. And like, as a young woman so, in the industry, like that's the hardest uh insecurity time anyway yeah. in yeah. any For place. Anybody of it, that yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. Te- those teenage years, like young rough. girl, young guy, like that, those are hard years and then stack the fucking awareness of the industry on top of it. Nah. It's insane. What was the journey of your eating disorder and how did you like find help for that? Uh, my mom caught me. So I don't want to disclose my method because that's how I discovered mine. So I'm just not going to yeah, say what yeah, I nice. did. But I will say I was taking, was taking about 60 pills a day. Singing, singing, like I got up because your body builds up a tolerance and I'm probably giving some some of it away. But like I was taking 30 pills in the morning, 30 pills at night. And my mom discovered this like trash bag of all of the like plastic wrappers Mm -hmm. of the pills I was taking because I didn't want to just throw them in the trash and have her discover them. So I like Mm. hid them in my closet. I remember coming home from like an audition one day and she was like it was they were out. And she was like, we're getting you into therapy, which didn't necessarily help right then in the moment, yeah. but it definitely forced me to take a serious look at what I was doing. And I distinctly remember, like, there were some nights where I think it was causing me heart issues. Mm-hmm. And so I remember going, like, I'd be in my bathroom at night, like, crying, hoping, begging, pleading to just wake up the next morning because I didn't know if my heart would just, like, give out. Right. And promising myself that if I woke up the next morning that I wouldn't do it again. Uh. And then, and like having that nightly talk with myself and just going right back to it. And you're just like, wow, I learned absolutely nothing from that scare that I had. Cool. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, What is it going to (laughs) take? What is it going to (laughs) take? I'm not sure. Um, And I think, you know, when I went to college, it got better. I mean, I went back and forth and sent, and then I finally, I think in like 2017, kind of went on a, on a, okay, I'm going to do this for my health. I'm mm-hmm. going to be whatever size I am, but I just want to be, I want to have a good diet. I want to eat like, you know, and I want to just be healthy and active and mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's how I did it. I can't really diet like fad diets or something. I just can't do yeah. like Ozempic's yeah. not going to be mm-hmm. a thing. I'm just not taking or doing any of this crazy madness stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think it just, it took me not being in the industry for a couple of years mm. to like get a break and realizing I can love myself mm. and love my body in the way that it is and not really care. I mean, I didn't show like my midriff or my arms for like years. It wasn't until like five years ago that I was like ever could be seen in a tank top. It's why I dress in the way that I dress now. Because I'm it. Oh thank my you. God. Your social media? Thank, thank you. Yo, I dress like, as an apology to my younger self, oh, you know? Sweet. So, I mean, I'm sure people are like, what is this chick fucking doing? But no, like, no, I do not, it all the no, time, you know? No. I never got a chance to do it when I was younger. Yeah. I would yeah. always be in like oversized Hundred. sweats and yeah. hiding my body at all times because I was worried. Yeah, it got to a point yeah. where I'd be doing auditions and I'd have full on like mental breakdowns and be like, God bless my agent and my manager who like tried to talk me through it. But it got to a point where I was like, I'm afraid I'm going to be judged and people are going to call me, you know, fat and ugly. And I I, coming from the person who 
I've always kind of been told by agents and managers at that point before I went on Ned's that I was never going to be pretty enough to be a feature or a lead what? or I was always ha I had to be comfortable being the quirky, ugly girl uh. or the fat friend. And you're like, awesome. Yeah. So that mixed in with this, like led to just like me completely uh. losing control or feeling like I was well, losing control. I feel for you. I'm sorry about that. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. Uh yeah, it was that, you know, it was a little bit of a That dark shit time. is so rough, especially at that age and at that time in our industry, especially like you were a kid, but in terms of the industry and people's perception of you and professionals' perception of you, agents, managers, like you're a type and they yeah. literally mm -hmm. tell you this kid. Yeah. I know so many girls who had this where they're like, Well, you're not a lead. So yeah, accept the that you are this type, and you'll read the breakdown, and it's mm -hmm. like fat and funny, or like oh, this is how quirky, but yeah. no guys would ever like her. Like right? it's just like, jeez, yeah. man, to put that into like a fourteen-year-old kid's brain, yeah. guys yeah. and girls, and especially have this. Like, you, you said it best. Like back then in two thousands, early two yeah. thousands yeah. was when like Jessica Simpson had that photo right, and everybody was calling her a cow, and you're like, oh, oh my. No. Of that, and she yeah. was literally just wearing a belt with jeans. That's oh, it. And that so, like, insane. that was our time, yeah. right? That to was, be yeah. that was considered not not fit Acceptable. or thin. Yeah. Like, like cocaine chic was a thing. Yep. Yep. And so, yep. yeah, back then, I Oof. wish I would have, you know, had some perspective. Cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. I mean, that would Settle help down, too. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did get offered uh, some on set of Ned's one time. Damn. Ned's what on oh, Ned? No, 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 no. <laughs> No way. I have to know. I have to know. I would love to stop her here. What? But I, I would love know. to stop Tell her. Tell us about the, the Ned's cocaine. Cocaine on Ned's? Wait. Oh, speed. Is that the same? No. Oh, no, no, no. No, that's yes, not. It is. That's different. No, that's not. worse. No, it's not. No, it's not. Speed is not worse. cocaine. No, no. Yes, that's worse. No, no. It's it's cocaine worse. is worse. No, cocaine no, is worse because speed is like. Speed's Ritalin. Speed is amphetamine pills. Babe, I promise you. I'm not talking about the chemical. That's what my mom said. I was like, Someone offering you a speed pill. Cocaine is more respectable. No, <laughs> so different. Speed speed pills are prescribed by doctors. It's like I'm not Adderall? saying it's not. Yes, Cocaine okay, like was once prescribed oh. by doctors. I'm saying not, Adderall is, is speed. Is that true? Can we fact check them? Dylan, is speed Ritalin? Yeah. It sounds speed, like it is. Speed is Adderall. It's amphetamine. He, he looks so, so my, my point is that. And he's like, I know, I got some. My, my point is that is <laughs> okay, less so totally scandalous than someone well, being like, hey, kids, okay. snort this powder. That's yes. a Un lot Unfortunately, more there was no cocaine on Ned's. Damn. It was only speed. That's Damn. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, still, still Sorry. gnarly. Like, <laughs> cocaine would have like, blown my I fucking ask? mind. No, that would have blown my mind. It was a crew member? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely a crew member. It was well, it wasn't Reed. Jer it wasn't it was Reed. It was Reed. It had to be Reed. Don't throw Reed under the bus. Oh, no, was, Reed no. was a weed smoker. No, but Reed was just so cool. I just figured he had it. It was Kathy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The other Hugh. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, the other Hugh. Are you serious? Oh, well. Kathy, Kathy, Well, that was just an exchange amongst friends. Yeah, that was, you guys are all, you guys are all on an equal playing field to her. What was the context? What was the context? I, I know, but to her is what I'm saying. No, what was yeah. the context? Why did she say it was? Yeah, were you I think I said I was. I think I was said I was like struggling on set. And she's oh, like, I'm tired. And she's like, and you I was want like, some speed? <laughs> did this just like happen? The good doctor said it. How, how old were you on Ned's? Fifteen. Um, yeah, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Lindsay. Oh yeah, you guys Lindsay were the same. Yeah. 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 If you guys keep oh making such God. a huge king deal about this one year and ten months 
and two years Difference. and one week. <laughs> it's two hey. years and oh, and the one year, ten months. Uh huh. Round up to two. No, and, no, and, no, and, no. And we don't make a big deal about it. It's just the facts. At they, that time, no, no, they, they at literally that time, go. They literally go. Oh yeah, your is age. Different than your 13. age. Your age. They're thirty-two. I'm thirty-four. Your at that age. time, no. no. But what I'm saying what? is, no. What I'm saying is, at that time, fifteen and thirteen. No, I it's felt like different. Like yo, I felt like you were untouchable. I felt like you, you well. I mean, you two kind of, but I was with you all the time. But because you guys Th- did have I'm a saying. little edge on us, that's what I'm saying. I was At like, that time, that they have age different gap interests, different. especially for ladies. They're just way cooler. There's no way you could. Except I would have gotten in on the Halo match for sure. I see how <laughs> short you are, Halo. dude. That's what I'm saying. In computer labs, when I really saw it, I was I'm like, up to Lindsay. your shoulder in the first. Did season. I think that I could just pick you up in a little basket, like little baby? I think that was part of the attraction for I think you. So was too. that like I could be that I could control you? Yeah. But then, but then I I caught up. You caught up. It all makes and then sense, I, it all makes sense now. now. <laughs> yeah. So, what was life after? I mean, coming out of the dark cloud a little bit of the eating yeah. disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I know Sorry, that's, we that took le- a really no, dark no, 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 no. Please, we, is, we love that. Yeah, we um, wasn't real, dude. And we I know that, know that that took a long time. But when did life start to like take take an upswing for you again, or or you got new perspective? Uh, when I went to law school. <gasps> I, oh, you're, she's a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Claire I'm a lawyer. lawyer. I'm a lawyer. She took the reins. Uh, okay, bring it. What is yeah, that? Yeah, no, I had, I had, I mean, I Can did. Can you get us residuals? <laughs> <laughs> do, do some law for us, please. I probably could. <laughs> get, it, get on it. You yeah, get there's there's got to be some fucking laws. <laughs> you know? I've laws definitely you thought about how, how you could try and get your reboot back, but we'll oh. talk about that oh, later. Right. Oh, um, I told the money. <laughs> so I did, um, in, I kind of hit this crossroads in my life where I didn't, I either could have kept pursuing acting and kept driving myself crazy or I could have just kept going. College was never out. Like it wasn't an op- option for me. It, my parents were like, college is a must. And so mm. I went to Cal State Long Beach. Hey. 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 It's great school. No. Um, What's the mascot? Uh, we, the, did we just you're like the sombrero. We're not the Niners anymore. It was, it, we were the Niners, but now we're like the Sharks. Ooh, I like the sharks. Sharks? And they selected the sharks. Sharks is cooler than the Niners. Like when when we went and filmed that thing there, like there's like, there's like, Hats around for like old gold rush hats. Like, yeah, it makes no sense. No, because we don't have a football team. Yeah. And Shark, doesn't double. Yeah, we doesn't sharks, make sense. sharks is cooler. Sharks All right, is so you cool. went to Cal State Long Beach for undergrad? Yeah. I hit a crossroads where I was like, well, I can keep torturing myself with mm. auditions that I keep crying about, but I think this is indicative of maybe <laughs> <Been there, laughs> like, take a little breather. <laughs> and uh, my sister had gone to law school. My parents did not go to law school, so there's no legal background other than my sister's my role model. And so I was like, Mm, I can totally go to law school. I low key. I also kind of wanted to model for Playboy back in the day. My mom said, if you go to law school, you can do whatever you want. And so I was like, well, everybody said I'm not going to law school. So what? Like, it's hard. Um, So, yeah, I decided to go to law school and it was probably the best thing I could have done for my mental health. Mm. Um, (laughs) Best and worst thing I could have done for my mental health in terms of like loving myself, knowing my capabilities, finding my self-confidence again, law Mm -hmm. school completely changed my just my brain and Mm. my outlook on life because I became so confident internally and in Mm. my head that I was like, I don't care what I look like anymore. Mm. Like it doesn't 
none of this matters, right? You know, I can, I'm smart and I'm capable. I also, because of my ADHD, a lot of people told me I wasn't good at school because I couldn't sit still and I probably wasn't going to make it very far in life. I remember, I think in preschool, one of, one of my teachers had told my mom, like, she has a serious problem. She's going to need a lot of help one day. <sighs> like, stuff like that I always got. And so Projecting. it's like. Projecting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People so label Jesus. kids. <laughs> on a child? A on a child. On a child. Let child. A kid be, man. I tell my mom, she's like, I don't remember that. And I was like, funny, you're the one that told me. So <laughs> isn't it funny how parents are like, I don't, I don't remember it don't that remember way. I don't remember fucking you up. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. But yeah, no, I, um, I went to law school, which was three years. And then I worked for a major league baseball team for six years, wow. six or seven years. And now I'm still in sports and entertainment. Dude. Why did you say it was one of the worst things for your mental health? <sighs> it's really stressful. It's a really taxing career and mm. profession that I don't think people talk about as much because people assume lawyers just make a lot of money, right. mm -hmm. but it's really taxing on people's mental health. Like you have to be the confidant and somebody's advocate. And if you fuck up in the slightest, like somebody's life or money or liability could be on the line. So mm. like, it's just really high stress. What kind of law? Uh, I do a lot of corporate law. So I do a lot of contracts and IP. I wanted to go because I wanted to represent musicians because I'm a huge music buff. And so I was like, I would love to represent. And then I realized how flawed the record industry is. And I said, uh, I'm not working for one of the big four. Is it the big three now? Man. I'm not going to. I did royalty accounting for a little bit and I was like, oh my God, these musicians make being absolutely nothing, nothing yeah. and are yep. being absolutely fucked and there's yeah. nothing they can do about it. Yep. Like I realized, like I did royalty accounting. One of the, one of the artists was Belle Biv DeVoe. I don't know oh, if you yeah. mm, absolutely. that what? girl is. Yeah. Um, and to see like the, the pennies on the dollars that they were making for streaming was insane. Oh yeah. Wow. And so like, oh, 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 it was oh, also kind of discouraging because I'm like, I could either go out on my own and maybe represent these artists, but like, it's a small guy going up against yeah. monsters in the music industry. And yeah. until that systemically changes, it's virtually impossible to change it. Yeah. yeah. You're going to throw rocks at a mountain? With AI now too, like where these companies can literally just take your voice. And then just modulate it however and make the best song you've ever recorded without mm -hmm. you even having to record anything. Why pay an artist now? So I know that's going to get really messy. It's going to be very hard to be a lawyer for the little guys mm -hmm. in the music industry. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I was two of my best friends from law school. One works in the video game industry. The other works for the biggest social media company ever. But I asked them both. I posed the question. I was like, what are we... Has anybody talked about what we're doing copyright-wise with all this AI stuff? Yeah. Like if AI is generating a derivative work from something that's originally not theirs. Like, how are we? And everybody looked at me like, it's like, know. so we're just not going to ask the question. Wild, then? Wild West. Cool. Well, it's it's going to get played out over the next few years. There, there already is, I think a few lawsuits on copyright from mm -hmm. uh, writers, from novel writers. Really? Who, who open AI trained oh, uh, on their books, oh, on their their books to write. Right. So like, it's going to play out. But ultimately, I think all Can the creators. Can you send me those articles? Yeah. Okay. I was I was just hearing about it on the radio. But ultimately, I think every all creators are gonna l lose out. Even if say those writers happen to win their case on their copyright, overall, it just seems like the AI is just gonna like you're not gonna be able to stop it. No, it's gonna be hard. And then yeah. also just considering 
ownership in general for IPs is it's messy it's on the already, internet exactly. because everyone's doing these stitches on yep. TikTok and yanking this yep. and oh I made it a, der- a like a derivative yep. work but I adjusted it just enough mm-hmm. I forget what you call that fair use mm-hmm. because I have uh, made commentary on top of it mm-hmm. so I'm not just mm-hmm. it's going to get really weird and we're going to have to figure out what ownership really means and can it be bought and sold cuz I feel like some people like lives have been ruined. Like these artists mm-hmm. have just reached a certain pinnacle, but not been paid for it. And the producers are just running away with the money, mm-hmm. and there's producers nothing they can do label. about it. Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. It's it's. You'd crazy. be shocked. I mean, you probably know. You probably okay. know, like the amount of money that some of the biggest artists make on streaming, and it's sad. It's oh, yeah. really sad because you're like people assume that these people make a lot of money and they in fact don't and they have to keep up appearances yeah the industry changed a while ago where like it's not about your stream you have to find other ways to Mm -hmm. make money in music it's not plays it used to be used to be you would sell cds and you would get on the radio and those royalties were actually good and now it's like nope are you a musician or musical no i grew up in musical theater Mm. but i sing just for fun yeah now you know yeah i don't really I had a bad stint of not ever singing in front of anybody because I had serious like performance anxiety. Mm -hmm. And in the last two years, I think since COVID, I've been like undoing all of these fun, like deep seated wounds that I have. Mm -hmm. And one of them, my therapist was like, I have a voice, like a voice coach I want you to meet. And like uh, the whole, I cried through the entire first meeting with her, but then I came back and we were able to work through getting over that little thing. And when you get on the back end of it, you're like, oh, this is so silly. I was like freaking out over absolutely nothing. How liberating too. I I find like, look, like, yeah, I make music that I put out, but that's like a different track. All of us as humans, I think have a capacity to sing and should feel free to sing. Like it's yeah. part of our humanity. You, you can't judge yourself against fucking Adele. Like, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't hold it against Whitney Houston, but no. like sing, it feels yeah. good. And it's part of our Explore humanity. your body. Yeah, your it's part of our instrument. Your yeah. the, um, the sound therapy that comes from like the vibration mm. yes. internally of your body. I yes. like Kundalini really brought me back into the sound and the, um, just how healing those vibrations can be. Facts. Yes. So yeah. healing. Yeah. And comfortability, you know, in your own person. Like, a, your voice is such a representation of you. I find it so sad even when children don't want to get up and speak in front of yeah. people yeah. because their whole life is like, oh, quiet, quiet down. Use yeah. your inside voice. Use your, and when I teach these, like, acting courses, you know, it's like, why is projection such a hard thing? These kids think that whenever I am loud, someone's going to tell me to shut up. Mm. Or my voice is mm. not uh, uh, beautiful, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I love, I, I mean, I grew up in musical theater, so I was always taught to project so the uh, person the very back the of the back theater here, could yeah. hear you. But that transcended into the loud voice that I have. And so I'm sure people are like, <laughs> taken off guard but like I have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I just love all of this yeah so you're a lawyer you work yeah so now now I'm actually because I was the pandemic hit and I left my 10 and a half year relationship and I left my job and yeah 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 yeah. give me about that I want to know what the 10 year thing give me that some good life changes from the pandemic Um, so the 10 and a half year relationship I tried leaving Um, Like a year prior to the date that I actually left and he, um, former addict, 
of 14 years, and there's like nothing to say against him at all, but there were some fundamental behavioral things that I just couldn't get through with him on. And I, it was exhausting. And so I was like, if you're not willing to actually like seek therapy on your own, not just have me go with you and right. this being a couple thing, cause I have my own, uh, I need space. Mm. And then he wouldn't respect my space. Not tight. And then he, it was turned into this whole diabolical. Every time I tried to, like I packed my stuff up and left. And then it was, uh, I'm gonna kill mm. And then, and then, Not tight. which then I felt super guilty about of because course. I was afraid he was gonna to, either nope. A, relapse from his 14 years of sobriety yeah. or do that alternative. That's his problem. Yeah. I, I realized but, after I a mean, long time, it was a crap, his problem. 10 years in with somebody to like, no, yeah. it's tough. It's I, tough. I think I do wanna like emphasize this. I think a lot of people at home can uh, relate to this. And I think a lot of people have been in these relationships mm -hmm. and I know you know it now, but I wanna say to the people at home, Dude, if someone holds you hostage in your relationship and threatens to end their life if you leave them. Oh, it's unstable. No, leave them. You have to. Like leave you them. have to. You um, have to. That's not love. That's not a relationship. They're holding you hostage. They're making you in charge of whether like, like, no, yeah. dude, no. that's not boundaries. That's not respect. That's not love. Like it's heartbreaking and it's scary. Try and whatever, but um, get the get the fuck out. When it gets yeah. to that point, like that's no longer a loving relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's turned into something else. Yeah. And you can't stay, even though of course people do and I get fucking why. Oh. Um, so I it took mean, you a year I, to get through that and finally go it like- It was like a daily fight like, and then we I'm shut leaving. down. Mm -hmm. Dude, that, yeah. I experienced that Oof. with my uh, boyfriend. He like, I was in this crazy way. I had just been taking all the Adderall, all the Adderall, and I couldn't stop, but he was gonna leave. He was moving out, like, with it, and I was, like, begging him, yeah. like, please, crying, doing every trick in the book I could to get him to stay. And he goes, all you have to do is just give me the rest of the Adderall. And I was like, not that much. Not that trick. I can do everything but, <laughs> but that. <laughs> and then he left, and I remember just being in a fucking ball on my bed, like, so distraught, but, but so glad that I had the Adderall. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> priorities, baby. <laughs> Lindsay, I love you so much. <laughs> you too. Oh my God. You're so sad, dude. Oh my God, it's so, so sad. tragic. But I, I, I like, I, I am like, I mean, the, the so mind, glad I had the Adderall. The mindset that you have to Damn. be in, I get it, and it sucks. Like that person on the other end, just trying to like, ugh. And yeah. it's manipulation because you feel totally. responsible. Like it's awful. What an awful thing yes. to put on your supposed person. Jokes. Uh, and then That's he dropped on me like a month before I left. Like, did anybody tell you that as a child I was diagnosed with BPD with narcissistic tendencies? And I went, no, you never told me that. And he's like, yeah, I did. It's like, I, I, th <laughs> <laughs> I think I would remember, would remember that remember. information. Because all of this makes sense now. Yeah. But the fact that you never even told me this is a problem. Yeah. Because it like the way we communicate, the way we fought, like I I I rarely got apologies. Mm -hmm. yep. I got like and I would normally just try to make stuff better just to make stuff better. And it was like every fight was never a, a dis open discussion of like here I'm a communicator. I I'm somebody that loves to talk. And so like Let's talk it out. Mm. But like it turned in, everything was always kind of, a, not always, I don't want to say always, but like when yeah. it got bad. And so um, during the pandemic, he had like, I'm staying at my parents. He kind of wrote me back in and I was, 
I found myself like drinking every night. I'd come home and like I'd cry myself to sleep. And it just became this like day in, day out of exhaustion. And I woke up one day and I just called my mom and I said, I need to get out. Yeah. She said, okay. And she helped me find a place and I moved out and I lost my job three weeks later. And I was like, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> this is, hey. We're just getting it done. We're just getting it done. Get all the pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel yeah. like I, cause I was just trying to like get another job and like stay in sports and do all of this stuff. And I was fighting, I was fighting an upward, uh, fighting against the current mm -hmm. when I was like, not acknowledging that my like I had just gone through a buttload of trauma mm -hmm. and I wasn't even trying to fix it mm -hmm. and like it kept getting worse and then I got my uncle is a brain doctor and so I got a brain scan I've had my brain scan my my entire life and uh yeah nice. and so he looked at my brain I think like six or nine months later when I was like really struggling it was like actually 2021 um and I had signs of serious like brain damage. And that's like oh. not physical damage, yeah. but it's brain from trauma. From trauma. Yeah, yeah, it changes your brain. And like he called me and was like, you're like, your brain shows serious signs of like PTSD. Like yeah. what, what have you, and everybody assumed like, like, have you, like, what did you go through that you're not telling us? And I was like, I left my 10 year relationship and I lost my job. What did you do? Yeah. That's that's enough for me. And they were yeah. like, we, and so I got a therapist and have just been the last two years was like just fixing my brain and, you know, undoing all of these subconscious, deeply rooted patterns and beliefs that I had mm. and like just pulling them out. And Ooh, like, dude, yeah, wow. so, so often, been, so often oof. people think like PTSD has to come from like war, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that like a major relationship that you put everything into mm -hmm. and then had to leave traumatically, like isn't something major that takes time to process, you know, like it really does. And then your other safe stronghold security. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Job. You know? God dang. And then dang. I was like money. I just need yeah, money. Yeah. I just need to like find. And oh. then I like found this nice little medium of, finding a way to support myself financially, but then also getting to do the things that I love because mm -hmm. I realized that being behind a desk every day oh my is God. my worst nightmare. So you which know? is what? What was the balance? What would you get more time to do? I work for do? myself now. Yeah. Mm. And I do, like I help a lot of content creators, but yeah. I also do some sports. I do help some entertainment venues in the LA area. Yeah. Nice. And so it's cool. I can make my own hours. I do what I want. I can post on TikTok if I want to mm -hmm. post on TikTok and not have to worry about you a corporate know, I'm sure people policy, judge me yeah. more, but I really don't. Dude, live your best I was, life. I cannot yeah, wait to it. get to your TikTok. Please, yeah, so, live your best so life. I stopped for a minute and I need to start again. But like, that was a great place of like solace for me during the quarantine was yeah. like, that's why I got on TikTok. I know. I was alone and during the pandemic. And you up right? and it's yeah. amazing. I love, yeah, I love it. It's just lovely. Can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Ask you all a question. Like how, how do you deal with, if you guys ever get like, hate or negative any energy on your posts like do you ignore it do you not read your comments do you i try not to read my comments that smart much girl when i do scroll through them sometimes it's on vulnerable posts like if i'm talking about drug yeah. problems or um mental health and so the comments on there really do like get to me so i try not to do it but then i get this surge of energy sometimes i respond to them and then have to delete it but it's <laughs> it's like it's it's not great for me and it like yeah. sits in my body the whole day so i just I just try not to be a part of it. Like, 
you know, I, I good for you. Can't help but like let it sink in deep. So yeah, you've you've reached stay. out to us on the group I, chat a few yeah, times when just, it gets really bad, and like I totally get it because I've learned over time to not respond to any of the fucking hate. Yeah, even though they'll say things that hit me in my deepest wounds. You know, mm. they hit me in the little voice that I talk shit to myself. They'll say the thing, and I'm like, like and then of course sometimes you might get the the reaction of like wanting to respond and i've just learned over time yeah. fuck that reaction the online that gets no energy only support gets energy yeah. that's it because yeah. it grows um but it does get in there sometimes i do read the comments a decent amount not all of them like and not on every post but i do read them and sometimes man that little fucking you know they say like a thousand good comments but one, <laughs> one bad one, one it'll fucking one. hit man and i just have to like do the work to process but i'm glad like when when it's hitting you hard like you reach out to us cuz cuz that's really cuz i get it and yeah. i just have to like tell you like dude i love you Ignore do it. not respond to these assholes yeah. because also people who are spending their fucking time yeah watching your video and commenting bullshit? What? And aren't even following you. How the hell did you find this? I know. Ariana, how did you get but it? But are probably Ariana. watching all of what your stories. What a right? lame, like what yeah. a lame thing to be doing in your with, life. Yeah. Like when I actually sit and went, someone commented on older Ned's fucking TikTok telling him like he's a has-been or whatever. Like, oh no, really? For real? Yeah, yeah, but it's like. <laughs> really? Come on. But it, of yeah, of course. But it's like Duh. you're lame as fuck, man. Like, yeah. What are you doing with yeah. your time? Do something better with Do your time. Do something you sad, better. fucks. Yeah. Uh, does it does it hit you when you read the bullshit? Uh, not as much, man. I tried. To, well, well, I've tried to just tell myself, okay, when you post, you're posting for you. You felt like this was a good idea. It's your own approach. Put it out there in the universe and let people provide the commentary. I think all the commentary is positive when you're trying to catalyze people to engage with your, you know, product. So I try to just look at it like that. I'm not going to let the the hate do anything, you know, to distract me from my goal, which is to entertain and, you know, dude, hopefully uplift. Dude, hey. that has been a huge shift for me. Like when I wasn't just posting just to post, like now that we're like growing this podcast and my podcast growing up with Devin and like. Now that like I'm and spreading my music, like now that I'm posting for a direction, yeah. um, I, I try and remind myself that like any comment is good. And honestly, the fact that there's some haters is I have to remind myself like that's it good. Adds. I'm entering the online fucking cesspool. Like yeah. if I'm yeah, getting some hate, it means I'm out there in it. Yeah. And like I know who the fuck I am now. Like yeah. I have to remind myself that mm -hmm. anytime a, oh. an ignorant comment gets to me like, wait. I know who the fuck I am. And they would never say this shit it in real my life. Face. Yo, yes. the, the, the pressure, that, that human impulse to, or that human desire to be understood, it's so hard to kind of quell that and say, mm -hmm. hey, you're mm -hmm. not going to be understood that's all the that. time or by everybody. That, that, because you go, no, no, no. But that's not you what don't I understand. Mean. You, you don't it. understand me. And then they're just going to pick then, at that. And then you go, <laughs> wait, fuck you. I don't yeah, care if you don't understand me. You, you don't this, no. know me. Mm -hmm. I posted because I'm trying to get my YouTube dusted off. So I posted a video and it was <laughs> talking about dusted off. And it was it was literally it was repurposing a TikTok that I made. And honestly, it was the 
the one that blew up the most, which was shocking, but it's the five regrets of the dying. So this Australian mm. nurse interviewed all of her dying patients and asked them what their biggest regrets in life were. And all it was, was here were the five, five, four, three, two, one. I got a comment that was like, you might want to delete this. Like it's really bad form. And I was like, fuck me. I can't even say anything to like be inspiring. What? Jesus you might want to like, delete this I was that trying to insane. have like mate and then like it blew no up on way, TikTok because I think it blew up with like a lot of the elderly community because yeah. they were like oh my god and thank you for a reminder yes, yes. and it was like I, I wish I let myself be happier I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends you know um, I wish I lived a life true to myself and pe I, like I was like Yo, you are to going to hate on something that. right yeah, no, now. Yeah, they're wow. going to hate on anything. But that's that's the yeah. fact of the internet. That's yeah. the fact of us being out there that we have to know when we're feeling some type of way about it. It's like, someone will hate on you for that. Whatever. Like, yeah. The most yeah. positive. Yeah, Mr. Beast <laughs> gives a million dollars to every homeless person he sees. And they're like, oh, what a jerk. This bitch. <laughs> what? I was like, yeah. F that. You're getting villain gen from now on. Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> A week Me? ago, so I Damn. literally was like, "We're taking a turn." Damn. Never wow. mind, villain. Not Jen. getting Ooh, nice, like Jen it. anymore. No, I can't. I literally, I looked at her. I was like, "Aw, like, how could you have a problem with that?" No. I said, "But nothing just problematic." Because Bro. fuck them. I can't give these fucks. Like, I can't adjust my <laughs> adjust my creativity because of these sad no, yeah. little trolls in their little fucking basement being like, "You fucking me." I yeah. didn't think anybody was gonna see it. I was like, "Wow, all right, that's Dude, I, not I, only did they see it, they were offended." <laughs> I posted, <laughs> deeply offended. I posted this like little fucking vibey like fisheye video for like one of my new songs and I have my shirt off and this motherfucker I hate that I'm even giving them attention <laughs> but this motherfucker wrote um, dude can't sing to save his life but but I'm here for the skin though like my shirt was off in it and I was just like was no like, like, way what a, what a yeah. complex feeling that I'm having from this comment like I want to kill this person but thanks but, but thanks but also get off my page you bitch bruh here's, here's the other thing the public forum people want their comment to be laughed at by other people yeah so it's like it's almost like you've given yourself to the public and allowed yourself to be critiqued sometimes people are just in there to get their own you know get their own rise yes. out of people yep. and yep yeah that's they'll part say of whatever it. to get the attention on them for that moment and so that's true. a beautiful thing you're doing for someone who's in a dark place cuz you know hurt people hurt people yeah you got to help them from going out and stabbing somebody because they were able to talk crap on you don't stab yeah. anyone don't stab but anyone. fucking heal yourself you bitch <laughs> i can't believe yeah. somebody said that yeah, i mean i have I saved many lives <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing's have gone down yeah. since I've been like, on there. Way down. Way down. <laughs> but it, it, is, it is also rough because there is a part of human nature. We know it's where gossip come from, yeah. comes from, which is that mm. like humans, there is a part of us that likes that easy um, arousal from hating on someone or something. The herd mentality. Yeah, the yeah, herd that, thing. The that somebody, uh, yeah. It's easy to bond around something negative, like shitting on someone. Like that is a part of our humanity that we have to work against because it's ugly. It is. Dang. Jennifer, the time has gone too quickly. Like, I absolutely love you. I miss seeing you guys. Yeah, this is yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, Thanks for bringing the real real, too. We yeah. love that. Yeah. No, no, don't apologize. Okay. Okay. I'm not really sure. It's so right. bad. Like, that's right. so interesting and, like, touches my heart. I and had honestly, a panic attack over the last week about it. Oh, I was like, what do I no, say? Girl. I don't know what to say. I hope I didn't stress girl. you when I hit you up. I was like, hey, you want to No, you mean, honestly, I really thought... I'm so... 
okay, what were you gonna say before I go on? <laughs> oh, go on. no, tell us. I was no, I was just gonna say. Uh, it was kind of left an open-ended question for me. Like I just, I, I had no idea what happened or, or why I wasn't written into the third season. And people ask me all the time. That's the and one I question I, I, didn't even, I didn't even remember that to be honest. So I have no idea. Yeah. Why so, happened. uh, and I don't know what to say, so I never yeah. respond, but like, that was the best thing you could have done oh. was to reach out to me because it was a nice, like really you're big pivotal full character. circle You're in moment. the title I, sequence. I, I like you're a huge I part. Truly I actually forgot that that you guys weren't in the third season. I truly think it was um, they like added Evelyn. They added a female bully antagonist who became love interest for him. My guess is like oh your story arc because your love for uh, her and then my love was her Susie. Susie. Like I feel like they just like Loomer kind of evolved evolved from the the bully they just lost the place for you guys and didn't have enough space to arc like give you an arc but that would be my guess that's soul shattering that's also what happened to me on 90210 they like brought somebody else in and they're like (sighs) at a time when like et or somebody did this like bit on 90210 how skinny the stars were and that people were getting fired for being too fat oh my god i can't win man i can't and it's probably not true, but like in my head. This so you ruthless. had multiple love interests then. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember we had a kiss on set? You don't remember. I don't. Ooh, <gasps> which episode was that? I remember. Sorry, I, I don't remember, remember so much of Ned's. Wow. So much of Ned's is just I, like a blur. Oh, I remember because I was like, oh man, this is my, this was that, you were my first kiss, by the way. Ah! Oh, we've had so many it's first kisses. It's happened again. It's happened again. No. Lit. I chewed so much cinnamon gum that day. And uh. I don't even know why. I tried to be different. I was <laughs> oh. like, who wants wintergreen? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Winter fresh. You brought one. the red hot spice. No, it was, uh-huh. I was tricking you to kiss me. It was like, I, it was some right. gag. It was yeah. like something with the locker. And then I like, like put lemon juice in your mouth. Oh, and like, to make oh, them pop kissed I you and I was this. like I remember it was the the season premiere of like the <laughs> second season one wow. can't wait to and watch I, this and I like all day I was panicked I was like oh my god this is oh, not oh. no it was fine I can't wait we to did watch it fine. no yeah, yeah no it was like, amazing <gasps> wow dude it's so good to see great. you like thank you. and, and so honestly thank like, you. like don't have any uh noise about yeah, like li- literally amazing. like we love catching up with everyone from the yeah. show and and hearing the the all real the man we all live real life it's been amazing like, that's all we wanted yeah no, it's been you. amazing to watch you guys like and your pod yeah, i've thanks. been watching it it's really well done and hey. to watch how many people watch you guys on a weekly basis it's cool that yeah, many years we love later you fans out there is absolutely insane it's yeah. so, cool. so cool to watch and so it's so cool. cool to see all of you guys talking yeah. about your journey and thank you so much thank and you, you so too. much and i yeah. think the audience is already gonna get a lot from what you've shared truly but we do like to leave everyone with a tip at the end of the episode so do you have a tip for our listeners my legal tip would be shut the fuck up <laughs> Hard to do on a podcast. Say less. (laughs) Nice. We're fucked, guys. (laughs) We're fucked. I'm sorry. I keep cussing. Um, (laughs) You good? No is a full sentence would be my personal tip. Damn. You owe nobody any explanation. Go, girl. Go. Um, My tip would be to check out Jennifer on... Where, where can Instagram, you TikTok, TikTok, YouTube. Jennifer if you Ted type Mori. in Jennifer Ted Mori, it'll pop up or Miss Rockdoll on all my Miss Rockdoll. We'll link you. It was we'll my MySpace name and I just Ms. refuse Rockdoll. to give it up. I don't know. It's the stupidest thing ever. I, I need to it. just rebrand it. But This is what I was going to say. Go, look, go watch 
Jennifer's podcast. You have a podcast. Yeah. I just started it. She just it. did okay. Hot Ones too. It's fun. I did the Hot so Ones challenge cool. three times. What's the podcast? <laughs> I haven't, I haven't decided to title oh, it yet. Oh, okay. you're like literally birthing it right I'm now. I'm birthing She's it. She's been wow. posting like snippets though I've been online. posting like, Ooh. it looks really cool. I'm That's super excited. Yeah. What's, what's the theme? What's the, what, what are you doing? Uh, so I think at the basis of it, uh, mental health seems to be very prominent in yeah. all of these, but because I wear many different hats, yeah. sports, actors, musicians, Dude. lawyers, Ooh. they're all going to be yeah. in. I had one um, former major league baseball agent and now a criminal law attorney to some of the best rappers in the game. We had a three-hour-long conversation. Wow. He gave some great tips for, like, how to not get a DUI or things that you don't say when you're getting a DUI. Like, so, um, amazing. Wow. Yeah. So, so we uh, all cool. Let us know when you have a name for it, and we'll... Uh, we'll for sure. Yeah, I would love that. Totally. Yeah. Um, I love that. You got a tip, Dandy? Oh, tip. Um, the tip would be don't listen to the noise, okay? You know, present yourself... Uh, in the public forum, how you'd like to don't try not to offend people, but say your truth. And, uh, you know, people should not be shamed for telling their truth. Mm -hmm. There we go. Cool. My, my tip is wherever you are in your journey, like, like we're all here and now, and you can't really help what maybe um, insecurities and kind of fucking hangups and bullshit you pick up from when you were a kid mm -hmm. and from the shit your parents said to you and from the shit teachers said to you, like, we all arrive to our kind of more individual adulthood with some of this fucking shit, body image shit. I'm not smart enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. Um, but like you're here now and the journey of your adulthood is however you got here, you can't change that shit. But start to love yourself. Whatever work that takes, whatever therapy, whatever fucking classes, whatever sitting alone in a room by yourself, just letting yourself feel all the things you need to feel like we all deserve as adults to let go of those fucking hangups and just like be you man just get here with us um so that you can live your life because there's a lot of good shit out there yeah and okay. we all deserve a narrative that is not solely based on trauma yes even even the healing of the trauma mm -hmm. that like your whole thing is the healing of like persona. you deserve to Preach. move beyond that phase as well um, so we love you listeners. Thank you Over for comment. thank you for loving our pod. Thanks for helping us uh, stay in the top 10 of TV and film podcasts on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes number one. Yeah, we love you. Follow, subscribe, check out Jennifer on all the things. Thanks for coming. Thank you. What a blessing. Hey, hey. See you next week. watching this thank week's you. episode and thank you to our patrons, patrons. Yes. patreon.com slash Ned's pod we part. love you we do uh, bonus content live streams and mm -hmm. you guys help keep this show mm -hmm. going if you want to join check us out yes. and big shout out to our super friends super friends dance and a big shout out to our super Duper Super friends. duper friends. Okay, we starting out with Legendary X, AK. Mm. And we got Rebecca Saletti. Let's go, Becca. And Eve. Eve. Thank you, guys. Eve. We love you. Super friends, Dan. Super we'll see you on the live stream. Super duper friends. Back it up. Hey, thanks so much for watching this episode of Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. If you can't get enough of us in your life, go over to the Ned's Pod Clips YouTube for shorter content. And if you really can't get enough of us, go join our Patreon now for exclusive bonus weekly content, live streams, all that. We'll put the link in the description. See you next week.